Welcome to the Cyberman show, a place that makes you smarter about cyberverse. Beat cybersecurity, cloud, emerging tech, startups or ideas. We have it all. Let's begin. So let's start with cybersecurity. Uh as you know, I've been tracking cyber warfare incidents for some time now and this week uh, uh there was a new report released by Microsoft on uh, Russia Ukraine cyber warfare. I I found this report interesting although they did miss some of the other incident categories that are found in other sources but this report was mostly focused on the malware led uh, cyber attacks so they reported 237 cyber attacks from February 23 to April 8 and uh, this uh, uh, category of attacks were targeted on government it energy and uh, other organizations with two Uh, key objectives one was to disrupt or degrade the ukrainian government infrastructure as well as to get a gather intelligence on ukraine's military and foreign partnerships now remember if the systems that are provided by government they don't function the lost uh, you know they there's a loss of trust from the regular citizens right so if i can't pay my water bill or i'm not getting electricity i, I would just uh, go berserk against the, the providers typically the government in this case right now uh, the activity was tracked for 6 uh, weeks and you know so week 1 all it started with malware like fox blade and isaac viper there were 22 incidents in second week there was no incident tracked specific to these malware but remember there were ddos attacks all, always happening trying to bring the government websites down and also there were attacks that are not covered in this report so whether it's pro ukraine hackers or pro russian hacker trying to uh, take down other uh, sites infrastructure okay week 4 saw six incidents week 5 saw three incidents in these these malware would either do some espionage or will destroy or do damage to the uh, target systems okay and week 6 was all about caddy uh, viper and it destroyed too and we have covered most of these incidents in our previous uh, content now another thing that uh, is critic is highlighted there is uh, the structure of how the russian uh, cyber team is organized uh, from uh, cyber offense capabilities one is they have a team called gru uh, under uh, under gru other one under svr and fsb and some of them have multiple teams so so example sandworm is part of gru and sandworm has been extensively covered by us in the previous content uh, remember the recent mitre evaluations of the endpoint security product also had a scenario from uh, sandworm now this report uh, states that the cyber attack started uh, before military attack uh, attack the kinetic attacks and 32% of the total 38 destructive attacks uh, are estimated to have singled out ukrainian government organizations at the national state and city levels and with 40% of that aimed at critical infrastructure so we have segregated their findings into who they were targeting and type of organizations now in the most common ways to uh, to get conduct this attack is to uh, use the common tactics of phishing uh, spear phishing or simply called targeted phishing or they would be exploiting some unpatched uh, vulnerabilities and also compromising the supply chain so in this case they uh, 
the russian side hacked uh, the it systems provider who's providing services to some of the friendly countries of uh, ukraine and essentially part of nato now uh, there are various groups uh, like sandworm or or nobelium they were doing different campaigns against different departments so the report covers all all those in details and remember nobelium was also part of the 2020 solar winds uh, supply chain attack and uh, they were also involved uh, recently in sub- in hacking uh, anyone who is supporting uh, ukrainians okay so they launched phishing attacks against them and uh, simply again same objectives either it is all about espionage or it's about destruction okay. now the report also highlights some the how the political and military when started together so what was happening at the kinetic level versus what was happening in the in on the cyber side uh, on january 13th while there was a diplomatic talk between russia us ukraine uh, nato and europe that failed def 0586 group deployed whispergate malware to limited uh, number of ukrainian it sector systems at the on the same day right so similarly what they were doing is different groups were doing different things while those the there were talks happening at the ground layer now when the actual attack happened which was on feb 24th there was a company a critical infrastructure company in the city of odessa that was compromised on feb 17th another critical infrastructure company in sumi was compromised and then a media company in kiev was compromised and you know they started attacking any in all the sectors uh, most of the sectors uh, across ukraine okay uh, and uh, then in uh, march essentially what has happened is uh, the russian group uh, who took over uh, one of the nuclear plants you know uh, they moved laterally on in the network uh, of uh, this this company right so there was a cohesiveness in how they were doing uh, working together so i think it's plan of uh, any country today if you are doing kinetic movements you've got to have a cyber offensive capability and we've seen multiple examples of of that so china russia uh, britain israel all of them have cyber offensive capabilities if you start doing a uh, google on the incident site they they are uh, doing right so whether it is it is in terms of cyber espionage or, or targeting uh, the critical infrastructure okay Uh, so going back to the report uh, in terms of attack types there are were disk wipers there were data deleters and file encryptors and ics malware which targeted the critical infrastructure so that was the summary of the report please uh, go to their website and learn more about it i think it's pretty interesting in in today's time to understand how the cyber offense capabilities work and how we can stay safe okay uh, also there was uh, another threat actor group called ta410 that was reported uh, and this is an umbrella group which has three groups called flowing flowing frog looking frog and jolly frog and each of them have their own tool sets and targets and their telemetry is uh, showing that the victims were all around the world and mainly in education and government sector and although they have been made public a uh, few years back only but they are active since 2018 and their modus of apprendi is looking or into or exploiting vulnerable internet facing applications like microsoft exchange sending phishing emails again a common initial access tactic and once they have done that they would deploy a 
a malware uh, named with the name of flowcloud now what flowcloud does it captures all the information on your system while what you're doing it in fact captures uh, your audio so microphones or it can take picture from your camera on the system and any any surrounding in, in the room okay and then it will deploy a rootkit that will hide itself uh, at a very deep layer within the system and it can't be detected okay so this is a pretty sophisticated group now if i look at the victimology there were diplomatic missions in in china there is a mining company there were charities and uh, you know education groups uh, etc okay so different sectors uh, also north korean hackers uh, they sent a targeted uh, malware called gold black door to generalist and uh, with the with an objective of uh, cyber espionage essentially they want to gain who's providing information what are the sources what is being researched on by generalist now this group is uh, named as apt37 in the simple language or rio chat cholima uh, and it has been in cyber espionage uh, in 2016 now what you might be realizing that these groups are getting very technical they understand how new uh, attacks work how systems work how people behave so they're trying to do uh, uh, all all these malicious activities by utilizing the weakness in the way people behave as well as of the system right? so they are learning all that now beyond cyber espionage uh, there there is a german wind farm op- operator called uh, dush or dash wind technic uh, they got hacked they reported a cyber incident and the type of or details of the incidents are not given uh, by them uh, they have come up with a date which says uh, april 11 and 12 uh, but also uh, their data was found in a, in a data dump posted by a, a ransomware gang, gang called blackbuster okay now this is not the first attack in on in the renewable energy sector in germany there have been previous attacks a company called nordex which is a turbine maker they their systems were down for some time in march and then uh, another incident with a for a comp- with a company called wisat that caused malfunction of 5800 enercon uh, wind turbine so renewable energy is again part of the critical infrastructure and hackers want to take them down either to extort money or uh, build distrust in the on current government in another campaign uh, an exploit kit uh, called rig it has started uh, dumping a, a stealer called redline now redline is available as a commercial product in underground forums it uh, helps uh, do recon so it can capture usernames hardware uh, details browsers that are installed what uh softwares like antiviruses are there and once that is captured it exfiltrates data like your password scraped cards on your browser wallets and vpn logins and it has been uh, targeting brazil germany usa jet canada china and poland and uh, before the exploit kit uh, redline was uh, passed on as part of the fake windows 11 upgrade right uh, so I know a lot of uh, us try to get free software that are available on these forums but remember these forums nobody work, provides things for free right so why would a large operating system manufacturer give it to you for free unless they are getting money and on an underground forum please don't do any buy or download anything because it will be loaded with malware for sure and this malware could be used to 
either conduct a ddos attack from your system or steal your information and sell it further now going back to exploit kit what exploit kits do is they are they are a software a category of malicious software as i can call it uh, they uh, typically get installed on a website and once you visit that website they will like scan your browser and system and see if your system has a vulnerable software and then it will use one of the backend codes or exploit to install a payload which can be used for anything like a red line that i mentioned which is information stealer stealer they can dump a ransomware so that cyber criminal can extort money so what uh, cyber criminals typically do, do is they will buy all the software so they will buy a uh, exploit kit they will buy a payload uh, like a red line depending on you know what they want to do steal information or Uh, you know make money so they will buy a ransomware they will put up a this on a website they will send campaigns so that people can visit website and you know, then once the end users are infected they carry out their object <laughs> objectives so this is how they work in a nutshell right um there is another incident so cloud uh, flare uh, which is a inter- internet infrastructure company they mitigated one of the largest uh, ddos attacks uh, Till, which is recorded till date and it had 15.3 million requests per second so just for refresher uh, you know when when you web, visit a website the the web server is designed or configured to handle a number of requests per second now if they it starts receiving anything beyond what it can't handle it typically goes down and the regular users can't access it so this method of dos denial of service is is now a common attack so what attackers do is they try to use thousands of systems that they have purchased either purchased or themselves infected so we have covered some incidents uh, you know like a exploit kit in, in the previous one where exploit could uh, could lead to infection of your machine with a bot which cyber criminal can use your machine to run an attack so in this case there were 6000 unique bots that were attacking from 112 countries and this attack lasted 15 seconds right and the countries that this the systems were located were mostly in indonesia followed by russia brazil uh, india colombia and us according to that data that they published okay so be safe uh, know what you're downloading and uh, by the way this was not the largest attack the largest attack, attack that they noted in was uh, around 17.2 million uh, requests per second okay uh, so as cyber criminals grow more as we use more it based infrastructure the attacks will increase more okay so this is will this will keep on happening okay now uh, another uh, issue that was reported is that uh, there's a package manager called uh, package manager called npm or node package manager it is used typically to distribute uh, uh, software uh, in uh, linux side and the this issue or vulnerability le- can allow third party developers to package uh, malware uh, with their original code right so uh, this is part of the sub- software supply chain attacks okay now supply chain can be hardware or a software so hardware is you know let's say i'm ordering groceries and there could be multiple parties involved so you know the producer and then the warehouse and then the supplier or the truck company that delivers it to my house same goes in software right so it's a common thing to use open source softwares 
you know these softwares have vulnerabilities and those vulnerabilities can be exploited to uh, exploit the end customer eventually okay so be careful on what you are deploying note what what's happening uh, in your infrastructure monitor what's uh, what's most important so like in our house we monitor our crown jewels you should do the same on software side now on the camera dvr side there is a popular provider called lelen uh, they make security cameras their systems were found infected uh, uh, with a bot uh, net called botenago and uh, what it this botnet did is it uh, added these cameras to an existing uh, uh, botnet group with a malware called mirai mirai has been there for a long time and this code was published on uh, uh, github repository so github is where a lot of open source software is available okay so security cameras connected any or any other connected devices they are not safe change their passwords make sure your software is updated there you know that's how you stay safe now on the good side uh, indian government has uh, uh, published a order or, or a rule which uh, mandates it for any organization to report security breaches within 6 hours i just love this i've been talking about this for some time a lot of countries have done that in the past it has become official so it, this gets the notice came on 20th april uh, this gets effective in two months i believe and they have given the type of security incidents so top 20 categories they have mentioned like scan systems that uh, uh, you know or uh, who's who scanning your critical infrastructure what's compromised who's trying to access so this lot of uh, category of data that needs to be reported now and the one thing that's not clear is how will this data be used to make our defenses better as a country right there's a lot of data india is a large country where a lot of companies are doing business uh, you know this is good for cyber security but i think there has to be next step also uh, where this should become automated we should have softwares like a threat intelligence platform which automatically pulls this data either through a service provider or by that company itself and puts it down on the the sat so that they can analyze data and you know send a countrywide uh, guidance i know they're already doing that but i think we should focus on now automating it which is the next step okay so I, i'm sure we'll get there this is a welcome move okay now also google has done a good thing so they now have a new feature in their app uh, it's called the safety section so the developers are uh, will share Uh, what kind of data they are collecting what is the purpose and if they are sharing uh, this data with third party so this is a good thing right uh, uh, I, i like this and then uh, in us uh, which has been leading uh, the cyber security efforts uh, few good things have happened is uh, their cyber security agency cisa uh, has come up with a report which uh, lists 20 top 20 uh, sorry top 15 most exploited vulnerabilities in 2021 so this was a report that was collaborated by us australia canada canadian new zealand and uk certs and they have mentioned these vulnerabilities number one being apache log 4j and they have given red mitigations also so that's pretty good uh, i think we should uh, keep looking for such reports to find out issues if if we suffer from that right if you know all the methods of how things can get uh, broken on the cyber security side we can build defenses around them right so keep an eye out uh, also us has uh, offered a 10 million dollar bug bounty for six military hackers from russia they are part of the sandworm group 
and they, these people have been active for, from 2008 as reported by US multiple times multiple private threat intelligence companies have reported that and what US has done is they've set up a, a TOR website if somebody wants to report it anonymously or they can send the information via signal telegram or whatsapp messaging apps uh, just a reminder uh, sandbomb is uh, part of the gru uh, we spoke about this earlier today okay now also cia has their first cto mr nand mulchandani is uh, someone who studied in delhi um, as i read in the newspaper earlier and is uh, been part of multiple startups that have been acquired and uh, now uh, you know, uh, he will uh, decide how the technology is adopted at CIO, uh, sorry, CIA, and uh, uh, he holds a degree in uh, in computer science and math from Cornell, and uh, you know he's done uh, various uh, degrees from Stanford and Harvard also. So you know, quite a good guy with a solid background. Now, in terms of non-cybersecurity stuff, uh, Twitter is owned by Elon Musk now. I'm sure you all know this. Uh, he's been advocating good things uh, like uh, uh, encryption of uh, the mess- messages, the direct messages between parties so that nobody can hack. There are good insight, uh, good and bad sides of this. Uh, so, but I think it's a, it's a good move. Okay. Now, the deal will take again six more months to close uh, you know, because there's, there are a lot of checks done by regulatory authorities as well as both the uh, sides from legal point of view. Okay. Also, I, I read a very interesting article on how hospital robots are uh, helping uh, nurses from burnout. So, in, in US, Mary Washington Hospital is using a robot called Moxie that uh, uh, does uh, fairing of medication, supplies, lab samples and personal items uh, through the halls and floor to floor, which is great. Uh, it's, these are redundant mundane tasks. We should just automate all this. Okay, and our human should focus on bringing value to to lives, which is you know studying medicine. Medicine. Okay. Uh, so Moxie is right now uh, de- getting deployed. There are fifteen uh, active Moxie robots that are operational, and there are sixteen getting deployed uh, later this year. Now, I also found out that uh, robots are being uh, commonly used today for disinfecting hospital wards, wards, and assisting physical therapists, as well as. There's a ro- uh, robot called RoboGear in, in Japan that's right now in experimental phase and it helps to lift a deadly people out of bed, right? Uh, so that's that's good. And then uh, uh, what I've realized is that the most common use case is using robots for delivery, okay? Well, humans focus on the productive tasks. That's a good thing. What I don't understand is the cybersecurity angle, right? So, what what kind of information is available with Moxie or any type of such robot? If what if they get hacked? I'm sure they need to be connected to feed the data of you know or on how to move in the hospital as well as you know they would have floor plans and etc. In, in their memory, right? So, and I hope that these companies who are manufacturing robots should uh, be able to take care of all these issues. Okay. Uh, With that, I'm thankful to all my sources. Uh, I'll see you next time.